It's time for Rhema for Today. You see, many times people say, well, I don't know why that happened to a good Christian. He's a preacher. Well, he's got to learn to listen to his spirit, just like you've got to learn to listen to your spirit. And, and then they lay it off on God and said, God did it. Well, now you see, if he had listened, like he said to me, if I had listened to that inward something, that, 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 that inward intuition, I just had an intuition that, that something's about to happen, I would just wait a little bit and prayed. But instead of that, I'm busy, so I don't have time to pray. Sometimes preachers don't have time to pray. They should, but they don't. They're just like you, you know. See, they're not superhuman. They're just still human. We get so busy, instead of waiting, many times if we'd wait, God would have showed us, you see. And we could have avoided a lot of things. Well, let's don't harp about the past and moan, groan about the past failures. I'll tell you what, let's do about it. Let's just take advantage of the opportunity and see to it it doesn't happen again. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, How to Be Led by the Spirit of God, Volume 1, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. And he is riding a freight train back out of the valley, Rio Grande Valley, back up to Dallas, you see, and the freight train come right on through McKinney. A lot of trains running in those days. And they still burn coal in those days. And so down around Corsicana County, Corsicana is 50 miles south of Dallas, between Corsicana and Dallas, see a railroad bull, as they call him, a railroad detective, knocked him in the head, you see, knocked him off of that train that's going 50 or 60 miles an hour. And, and he went sailing down the track. And in those days, because they burned coal, they'd just put the cinders on instead of gravel or something along the track, you see, of the, the cross tie. And he hit those cinders, you see, and just went scooting on his back and it tore his, his, his shirt completely off of him and his back, you see, was just scratched and black, you see, and tore the seat of his britches out. <laughs> well, he lay out there by the thing, you know, but what it hadn't broken his back. Would have, we hadn't known about it by an inward witness and prayed. And he laid out there in the ditch, you know, and came to after a while. And he crawled back up under some things, you see. But then he didn't get out and expose himself because in those days we had laws of indecency, you know. And with no shirt on and with the seat of his pants out, they would arrest him. Now then, they'd probably prayed him up and down the front street, you see. <laughs> Amen. That's the truth about the matter, you see. And so therefore, for that reason... He would only move at nighttime where he wouldn't be seen. So he walked the railroad, you see, stayed off the streets. At nighttime, he'd walk up the railroad because he knew the railroad come right on through Dallas and right on up to McKinney, north of Dallas, see. In the daytime, he'd lie out under trees in the field and it's a time of year that he could get a hold of some fruit, peaches or something, you know, and eat it, you know. And so he got in in the nighttime, put him to bed and he was all right in a few days. But if we hadn't known about that, by an inward witness, see, we were not spirit-filled Christians. But we were Christians. We did have the witness of the Spirit that we're children of God, and we had a witness in our spirit that something's wrong. An inward intuition. Are you listening to me now? And every Christian ought to have that. 
I didn't have that because as a preacher, because I wasn't a preacher then. I was just a 15-year-old boy, almost 16, on the bed of sickness. My mother didn't have that because she's a preacher, because she was never a preacher. She had that because she was a Christian. This is something Christians should have. This is something Christians should develop. We should develop our spirits. We haven't done it. Minister friend of mine said to me, a full gospel minister, I held him any number of revival meetings. Now, he had had in his, uh, in, in a brief period of time, over less than 10 years time, he had had three serious automobile accidents. People had been killed. Actually, his wife was almost killed. Just by the mercy of God that raised her up. And he was uh, seriously injured but touched by the hand of God. And cars completely, completely demolished. I mean, just, 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 you know, had to be replaced 100%. Well, I was teaching along some of these lines, not because, you know, of that. But he said to me, he said, uh, you know, Brother Hagin, he said, oh, every one of those could have been avoided if I'd listened to that inward intuition. You see, many times people say, well, I don't know why that happened to a good Christian. He's a preacher. Well, he's got to learn to listen to his spirit, just like you've got to learn to listen to your spirit. And, and then they lay it off on God, said God did it. Well, now you see, if he had listened, like he said to me, if I had listened to that inward something, that, 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 that inward intuition, I just had an intuition that, that something's about to happen, I would just wait a little bit and prayed. But instead of that, I'm busy, so I don't have time to pray. Sometimes preachers don't have time to pray. They should, but they don't. They're just like you, you know. See? They're not superhuman. They're just still human. We get so busy. Instead of waiting, many times if we'd wait, God would have showed us, you see. And we could have avoided a lot of things. Well, let's don't harp about the past and moan and groan about the past failures. I'll tell you what, let's do about it. Let's just take advantage of the opportunity and see to it it doesn't happen again. Amen. Glory to God, because you can't do anything about that that's gone anyhow. Began to develop our spirits and learn to listen to them. Now then, as I said, the Holy Spirit is in your spirit, abiding in your spirit. He communicates with you through your mind, no, through your spirit. It is your spirit that picks these things up from the Holy Spirit and then pass it on to your mind by an inward intuition or an inward witness. Let's notice some things that Jesus said concerning the Holy Spirit. John, the 14th chapter and the 23rd verse. If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Now you know as well as I know, as he goes on talking here, that he begins to talk about the Holy Spirit that's coming. Jesus and the Father, in the person of the Holy Spirit, comes to abide in us. Now Jesus, literally with a, with a flesh and bone body, because after his resurrection, when he appeared to the disciples and they said, it's a spirit, he said, handle me, a spirit hath not flesh and bone. So he, in his resurrected body, he has a flesh and bone body. Is seated at the right hand of the Father. And yet the Bible talks about Christ in you, the hope of glory. 
You see, the reason he's in us is because the Spirit's in us. Now then, Paul said, writing to the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians 3.16, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God? Now notice this. And that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. Now again, in 2 Corinthians 6.16, Paul said, or I like to say it this way, the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul said, Ye are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will dwell in them, and I will walk in them. I will be their God. They shall be my people. Now let's read those three verses together again. John 14, 23, 1 Corinthians 3, 16, 2 Corinthians 6, 16. Jesus said, if a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Another translation said, we'll come and live with him. Hallelujah. Another translation said, we'll come make our home in him. The home's where you live, see? All right. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God? For the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. Again, ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them. I will walk in them. I'll be their God. They shall be my people. I don't know whether we've ever plumbed the depth of what that's really saying yet. I will dwell in them. Another translation said, I'll live in them. Therefore, if God is dwelling in us, God is dwelling in us. And he said, I'll dwell in them. I'll live in them. I'll be their God. I'll walk in them. Therefore, if God is dwelling in us, then that's where he's going to speak to us. Where he is in our hearts. That's where he's going to speak. Does the Holy Ghost condemn you if you do wrong as a Christian? No. No. Here's something we need to learn. We never learned yet because we've been taught wrong. It is your spirit that condemns you. The Holy Spirit will not condemn you. Now why? Because God won't. You know, you read over in Romans, you know, said Paul writing to the church at Rome, you know, said, who is it condemned? Does God condemn? No, it's God that justified. No, I found out that even if you do wrong, the Holy Spirit in me shows me the way out. He comforts me. He helps me. He doesn't condemn me. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. First in this month's offer is the Kenneth W. Hagan book entitled God's Victory Plan. Next is Kenneth E. Hagan's four CD series, The Name of Jesus. 
And the last item, Lynette Hagen reads success scriptures on CD with beautiful background music. All this for the special radio price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Sunday, May the 1st is International Rhema Day. Yeah, something about what in the world's International Rhema Day? Well, it's a day <laughs> in which churches, businesses, individuals, individuals, yes, they first of all, they pledge to pray for Rhema Bible Colleges all over the world. We've got 270 of them all yes. over the world. Yes. And then tell other people about Rhema Bible College. Yes. And then support Rhema with a special offering on that day, May 1, with a special offering to help support Rama. That's what Rama International Rama Day is. Yes. And you can go to rama.org slash IRD and get all the information, sign up, be a part, and especially, I mean, especially all of our Rama grads and all of our our, our churches and all of you that have been blessed yes. by, the, by this ministry, uh, you need to be a part of this because we're teaching people that mandate that was given to my dad, go teach my people faith. That's and that's right. what we're doing. And when you support Rama, you're helping us to train others to go into all the world and to tell everybody about the faith that you can have in God. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, How to Be Led by the Spirit of God, Volume 1. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.